Kids Beach Club Training Portal podcast. Kids Beach Club is an after-school program in public schools based around character growth through the lens of Scripture. Yes, Scripture can be taught in public schools. We do it around the country nearly every week. And these podcasts feature different tips to make your beach club the most exciting hour of a child's week. So stick around to learn more. Grab your Bible, if you brought your Bible, and uh, open it up, because um, uh, we're going to go to my favorite book uh, in the Bible, and that's Philippians. Um, as I grew up, um, my, my mom had a, serp- my mother had a beauty station, a uh, beauty salon called the House of Venus. It was, it was terrible. Awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, Robin. It was awesome. It was awesome because Robin got her hair done every week for free. But I had to go and clean it up, you know. And then when mom wanted to move the hair dryers to another, yeah. So mom had the House of Venus and dad had a Texaco station. So that's where my sister and I kind of grew up. We had a younger brother, but he came along after everything was, all the theatrics were over. Robin had to help at the beauty salon, and I had to go help at Dad's service station. And my dad really wanted things to be right. I mean, he, we mopped the drive because he was in the Navy. You know, we swabbed this drive and kept it clean. And, um, uh, and then when, when folks would come, uh, we had three bars right around the service station. And so when people would come to the, to the service station uh, and they would, you know, make a mess in the bathroom, Daddy wouldn't let anybody go clean it up, but me. And, and I, I got, there was a part of me, man, I didn't want to have anything to do with alcohol because I saw the, the byproduct. Do you know what? Sometimes people don't want to have anything to do with us because they've seen the byproduct. When Paul the Apostle was at the church at Philippi and he was ministering to them, there were some issues going on. There were some issues going on. They They weren't following his lead and his example. So if you grab your Bible, flip with me to Philippians chapter 4. Because it's time that we started representing the real Christ that Father wants us to be. And I'm going to give you four things real quick in just a second. Because I believe what Father is asking us to do, Philippians 4, and we're going to start in Philippians 4, 4, and then walk all the way through Philippians 4, 9. And... um, I believe what Father is wanting us to do is to set the appropriate example. To set the appropriate example. And so he starts right off the bat in Philippians 4, uh, verses 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all, not just to one or two. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And then he goes on in verse 8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, noble, and whatever is right, and pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, whatever is excellent or praiseworthy, he says, think on such things. Verse 9. And typically, we stop at verse 8. But look what Paul says in verse 9. Look at it, y'all. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me, does the verse stop there? Or seen in me, does it stop there? No. Paul says, put it into practice. And then here's the consequences of us putting this purity in action. 
and the God of peace will be with you. So the world wants to see peace, right? The world wants to see that joy. And so you and I have got to act accordingly. And we need to practice our faith in such a manner that people get it. All right, so I, I call it like this. I want you, when you go into a beach club or when you go into your church or when you go into Walmart, we need to be those individuals that Paul's talking about that are willing to lift others up. Now, you may be sitting there, you may, it's easy for me to lift up my husband or my wife because I, 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 I understand that connection. It's easy for me to lift up the, my children because I have that natural connection. But now, wait a minute, Jack. You're telling me that I need to be a lifter of people I don't know? Well, I'm not the one doing it, but Father's the one speaking into our heart. We need to be lifting up people. If I were to bring a glass, and the glass was, the water was in the middle of the glass, and say the glass was this tall, there are those individuals in the room that are going to see the glass as half what? You got it both. That was exactly my point. Some of us in the room quickly went to half empty. Others in the room go to half full. Are both are either one right or either one wrong? No, they're 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 the perception that you have when you look at that glass. When I see that glass, I see that glass half full. I've always been a half full kind of guy. When Paul is saying right here is to rejoice. I say it again, rejoice. In other words, y'all, we need to be grateful that the glass is half full. Yeah. Yeah. So Paul is changing things. It's an imperative. It's not like something, I think I can do this. No, Paul is saying, hello, Christian, rejoice. Why? Jesus is near. And put this stuff into practice. Why? Because we need to be lifters of people. And that includes boys and girls. Let me give you four things real quick. In our world, there are those who encourage one another to, to, um, and those who tear people down. People who lift others up, and then there are those who divide, destroy, and bring chaos. They just do. We have an innate um, problem. And I, I believe it's called sin. And so when boys and girls come to our club and they sit there and they start misbehaving, they're simply doing what they have been programmed to do. And then we as Christian people, it is our joy to introduce them to Christ. We don't change them. The Holy Spirit changes them. We don't try to make them conform to who we are, right? We let Father do that. Our jobs are to be lifters, y'all. We are to be lifters of truth and proclaimers of the truth and loving his people the way that he loved them. All right, so let me throw out you four things. And I call this my C-K-I-U. C-K-I-U. If you've got a pen or a pencil or a crayon or a highlighter or lipstick or what's that stuff you, eyebrow pencil or whatever, mascara or whatever, I don't care. Grab something and write these down. C-K-I-U. C-K-I-U. I want you to grab on to commit, to know, to initiate, and then understand four things. First principle. 
that you need to understand is that what Father is wanting us to do is to commit to a daily attitude of an encouragement. Daily encourage one another. Commit to that. Go in from this conference and go, you know what? Starting today, I'm going to commit that I am going to see people the way Christ sees them. Amen. So we need to encourage them. So what does that look like? My wife and I try this practice. We, we do this often. Maybe not all the time. Sometimes she'll do it or, or I'll do it. And that is when we go to a, a restaurant or whatever, we try to find the first name of the gal that's, that's helping us. What was the girl's first name last night? After? Peyton. 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 And so Peyton was the little girl that helped us last night. And so in the, the process is... You know, when Peyton comes and she's there, she's doing her job. Peyton, man, I love that smile. What a, man, you just light the room. Now, I could say I love that. And you know what? You have a beautiful smile. And your first name is? Ginger. Ginger. Oh, my goodness. You just have like a natural beauty smile. It didn't take me any additional effort. Now, I could have, I could have said, I could, have, I could have said, now, I'm, now Jennifer is my friend, okay? So I'm going to, Jennifer, what's going on? What's wrong with your face? <laughs> what was the difference? Now, Jennifer, you know I was just teasing. But what if I had said that to a stranger? But I, didn't, I don't know you. I haven't met you yet. But by saying your smile is beautiful, how did that make you feel? Yeah, did it hurt you? No. Y'all, we've got to understand that we've got to make a mental commitment to love on people. Right, right. And, it, and it's not something that we've got to just accidentally do. So you've got to, number one, commit. Come, number one, you've got to commit. You've got to commit to encourage daily. All right, number two, you need to know the difference that separates hurting people from helping people. Now, I'm not saying that we can't, we're not going to not help the hurting or not help the helping. We need to understand that there's a difference between the two. And we need to come to someone who's hurting a little differently than you come to someone who's helping or, or healthy person. So when you come to someone, it doesn't mean that we avoid them. And when you have the little boy who can't sit still, and he, you say, sit on your hands, and he's sitting on his hands, and then you say, bite your tongue or whatever, you know, so he'll stop talking, we still have to love him too. So we need to know the difference. And so we need to be able to be willing to, to work differently in those different environments. Now, if you're not committed, number one, you'll never get to number two. If you're not committed, you'll never see or really care about the difference and wanting to make a difference. So how you treat your spouse and how you treat others that you don't know, uh, it is different. So you've got you've to understand that there's a separate uh, way of helping people who are hurting. Because, listen, I learned this in, in um, one of my psychology classes at, at East Texas Baptist. And, and my professor said, wounded dogs bite. And I'm like, well, that's profound. And then he said this, and they typically bite those who are closest to them. Wounded dogs bite, and they typically hurt who is the closest to them. As you get to know these boys and girls, and you get to really know them, and you start letting your guard down, 
And then one little boy or one little girl says something that's hurtful. They're, they're really trying to see if you're real. They're going to test you. They're going to see if you really are who you say you are. And they're going to say something really cruel or mean or hurtful. And how you respond to that is, is, um, is very, very important in shaping that life in Christ. Because you're the only Jesus that they can see. Wounded dogs bite, and they typically bite who's closest to them. And that's going to be you in these beach clubs. You need to initiate positivity in the, in, and change the negativity in the environment. In other, words, in other words, simply start going, you know what? I know I may, may be a pessimistic person, but today I'm going to try to be positive and optimistic and start working on that. Start verbalizing and figuring out ways and start. You be the one. Instead of going to a restaurant and waiting for the young girl to say her name or whatever, try to read her name on her name tag. If she didn't have a name tag, do what my wife did. Now tell me your name. Initiate. We need to be the ones that initiate. And initiate from a positive perspective, not a negative perspective. Understand that life is not a dress rehearsal. And I'm going to close on this. I've got just a few minutes. So often we think that, um, that we are um, still in our living room, you know, where everything's safe and environment and everything's cool and, and I can kind of say what I want to say and be the way I want to be. And sometimes we take that outside. We need to understand that life is not a dress rehearsal. You don't get a do-over. You don't get a do-over. So we've got to be careful what falls out of our mouth. We've got to be careful how we interact with boys and girls. We've got to be careful how that happens. Why? Because there are no do-overs. You don't get, we're not doing a dress rehearsal today and then, oh, tomorrow is going to be a different day. No, you're on stage the moment you wake up, the moment you get out of bed, the moment you say hello to your spouse, you are, it's live. You're on the stage. And we need to understand that there's a responsibility that comes with that. So I'm wanting you to understand that as you walk into these beach clubs, that it starts by the, the moment you wake up, the moment that you get the, your feet hit the ground, and you say, you know what, today's going to be an awesome day. But if you throw your legs over and you go, woe is me, and you take that woe is me till you get your coffee. And woe is me when I get my coffee. And the first person you see, you go, woe is me. <laughs> and then you walk out the door and you go, woe is me. And you go to your beach club and you go, woe is me. The opposite is also true. You know, it's a great day the Lord made. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. Hey, Thank you, honey, for my coffee. Oh, my God. This precious. She makes me coffee every morning. I'm so blessed. Spoiled. <laughs> but I, I, I get to rejoice and say thank you. So then I get to go outside and rejoice. I get to go to my office where I have amazing friends that I've, uh, Dave Crome and I have, uh, how long have we known each other? Long time. 17. 17, 17 years <laughs> I've known that guy. Uh, we, we were in accountability group together. We visited homes together. Uh, we, did, we did life together. I get to do that. And so I rejoice that I get to hang out with uh, Dave Crome and Todd and my wife and, and uh, 
Jennifer, thank you, and uh, Robbie, and Michelle, and where's our, is that, and then, is that all our team? Oh, and then Suzanne. Suzanne's trying to tell me to stop, y'all. <laughs> Made her last. And I will. But the reality is we need to grab on to the fact that we have a, a choice whether we're going to be positive or negative. We have that choice. And what Paul was simply trying to say is whatever is noble and pure, think on these things. But don't just let them stay here. Paul, in verse 9, said, practice, put into practice. So don't let the scripture just stay here. Let it fall into your heart. And let it fall into your feet. Let it fall out of your mouth. So when you see people, whether you know them or not, say a good word unto the Lord. Father, I rejoice that you have uh, allowed us to come today. Lord, bless, uh, bless Pastor Bob Seal and his church for opening up their doors and, and, and him being here all day yesterday while we set up. Wow. Lord, bless him back uh, another day somehow. Father, just bless him. Lord, for these volunteers who are excited about getting into a beach club, Lord, may their, I, you know what, Father? You're going to have to contain these folk, Father, because I can tell these boys and girls are going, they're not going to know what's going to hit them. And so, Lord, as these folk walk into the clubs that you've opened up, allow it to be sweet, Father. Allow their, um, their message of joy uh, to fall on fresh ears, fresh hearts, fresh little souls. And so bless them. Use them in a mighty, mighty way. I pray that as uh, their club starts, that the word gets out, that there is something going on in Conroe in a mighty, mighty, mighty way. There's something going on in Highlands in a mighty, mighty way. There's something going on in Baytown. There's something going on in Alvin. Father, we pray that you would use the beach clubs in those areas to be a light, to be a change agent. So, Lord, let us commit. Let us know. Let us initiate. Let us understand that it's our responsibility to carry the gospel, to preach the good news. So use us, we pray, in Jesus' holy, precious name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Kids Beach Club Training Portal Podcast. We want to do all we can to help you reach those most impressionable in our public schools. To learn more about Kids Beach Club, our church partnerships, and the after-school program, please visit kidsbeachclub.org.